This episode is going to be slightly different. One week ago on Tuesday, 28 November, I had the honor of being the guest speaker for the Outstanding Cambridge Learners Awards Ceremony. These awards are given every year to students around the world who excelled in their IGCSE, AS and A-level exams. I was, in, I was lucky enough to have received this award from Cambridge back in 2012 for my A-level geography exam. This year, the Thailand event was held at my high school, Shrewsbury International School, and I was invited to give a 10-minute talk to the students. In attendance were students, teachers, and parents from various schools in Thailand. Overall, it was, it was fantastic to be back at my high school, and it brought back many fond memories. Before I share with you the speech that I gave, I need to thank the people at Cambridge and Shrewsbury for giving me this wonderful opportunity. I am so grateful. The speech that I'm about to share with you is the one that I wished I received when I was graduating high school. I titled it, Some Advice. This version is slightly edited for brevity. To follow along, please open up the slides, which I have linked in the description of this episode. Okay, here we go. I want to talk to you about the importance of reading. I love reading business biographies. This is a habit that I picked up at university the founder of Hyundai, Chang Ju Yong, said, If my first mentors were my parents, then my second mentors were books. I share that sentiment. And when you pause and think about what a business biography is, it is a book about someone who was so good at their job. And when you read that biography, you are in effect downloading someone else's brain. It's incredible. The founder of Shopify, Toby Lucas, believes that biographies are the closest thing to real-life cheat codes. I agree. This is why my number one advice to young people is to read biographies. And this advice applies to all domains. For example, if you are interested in fashion, read about Coco Chanel, Estee Lauder, Christine Dior, and so on. If you are interested in basketball, read about Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and so on. If you are interested in industrial design, read about Edwin Land. James Dyson, Johnny Ive, and so on. If you are interested in physics, read about Albert Einstein, Richard Feynman, Stephen Hawking, and so on. My point is that once you find whatever it is that you are obsessed and deeply curious about, go all in and study the greats. When I am not reading, I love watching comedy. Growing up, my sister and I would watch sitcoms together all the time. One of our favorite shows was Modern Family. This is Phil Dunphy from the show Modern Family. My favorite line from him is, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. We all know Aesop's fable about the tortoise and the hare. The hare is the faster animal, but the tortoise manages to win the race. The story teaches us that you can achieve success by going slowly, steadily, and patiently as long as you are moving in the right direction. Whenever I see people trying to speed things up or take shortcuts, for example, cramming for a test the night before, trading options in the stock market, or going on a crash diet. I know it is not sustainable. The long cut is the shortcut. My advice to you is to focus on being directionally correct and go to bed wiser than the day before. If you do this over a long period of time, you can't help but succeed. Next, we have George Costanza from the sitcom Seinfeld. In the episode called The Opposite, George faces a string of bad luck 
and decides to do the opposite of what he has always done. So he goes up to a beautiful woman at the diner and he says, My name is George, I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. The woman is caught totally off guard and takes a liking to George for his honesty. The venture capitalist Neville Ravikant calls it escaping competition through authenticity. And you can apply this mental model to life and business. For example, if you are open, authentic, generous and willing to be vulnerable, especially when others are not, you will set yourself apart and gain a big advantage in life. It is an invariant strategy and anyone can do this. Next is Dwight Schrute from The Office. My favorite line from him is, whenever I'm, about to do some, whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would a fool do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. It sounds so simple. Based on my experience, most investing mistakes happen because of one of these reasons. The investment case was too complex, the business model was broken, the price paid was too high, the management was not honest, or there was too much debt on the balance sheet. So the next time you're facing a difficult problem, try applying the mental model of inversion. There is a saying that goes, a smart person solves a problem, but a wise person avoids the problem. This is why I advise young people to read lots of biographies, try to learn from the successes and mistakes of other people as much as you can. It will save you a lot of pain later on. Next is Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. In one of my favorite episodes, Will Smith challenges his co cousin Carlton to spend 72 hours in Compton. However, Carlton takes the bet too far and gets himself into a dangerous situation. Uncle Phil is forced to step in and this is the advice he gives his son. Courage is being the way you are no matter what anyone says about you. What Uncle Phil is saying is that there are two ways to live your life. You can either live life with an inner scorecard or an outer scorecard. Having an inner scorecard means that you are living by your own internal yardsticks, your own standards and your own values. Next is Chandler Bing from Friends. This line, so it seems like this internet thing is here to stay, huh? Is from the year 2000, right before the bursting of the internet bubble. The internet is very much here to stay. Writing code, YouTubing, podcasting, blogging, these are all new types of leverage made possible by the internet. And the beautiful thing is that they're all permissionless Anybody can harness the power of the internet. The reason I have a podcast and share my writings on the internet is because they're fun to make, it crystallizes my thinking, and it attracts other interesting people into my life. Now, I don't know what the world is going to look like five years out. It is possible that the career you decide to pursue has not even been invented yet. So in the meantime, follow your curiosity, practice your craft, and share your work you never know who is on the other side. Finally, we have Ted Lasso. He is, he is one of my favorite TV characters. He is optimistic, determined, and compassionate. My favorite line from him is, just listen to your gut, okay? And on your way down to your gut, check in with your heart. Between those two things, they'll let you know what is what. I'm sure all of us have faced moments in life where we had to make a really important decision. 
Yet somehow, deep, deep down, we just knew what the right decision for us was. As Steve Jobs said so beautifully at Stanford, you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. And that's the end of my talk. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to my podcast. It will mean so much to me. Thank you and stay tuned for the next episode.